0: You're listening to Much Love Sarah, the podcast that has the -the to-the-point answers you need for all things wedding. We talk about everything from timelines to guest lists to how to choose your bridal party and all the tiny details in between. I share from my experience in the wedding industry, help you think through the things you might not have considered, and leave you feeling confident in the decisions that you're making. Are you ready to leave wedding planning stress behind? You're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey, hello, welcome to Much Love Sarah. I'm excited that you're joining in with us today. Uh, today, we're actually going to be continuing our conversation from last week on timelines, except for today, we're going to be discussing how long do you actually need for different parts of your wedding day. It's kind of hard to imagine sometimes how much time you need for things on your wedding day to create your timeline, estimate when things need to happen, how much time you need for various vendors. It's, it's a lot to think through, especially if you haven't been to a lot of weddings, you haven't been like a part of like the bridal party or a family of another wedding, or even attended them. It gives you kind of a, a vague idea, but it's a lot to figure out and a lot to plan, and I think usually more than you even would consider needs to go into it. So today we're going to talk about the general estimation of the minimum amount of time you need for the major parts of your wedding day. Obviously, this can differ pending your venue, other things you need to decide for your wedding if you want to put more emphasis on certain parts, but hopefully this gives you a good overview, broad strokes of how long things take on your wedding day so that you can go into it eyes wide open, know how long you need to book vendors for, how long you need to really enjoy certain parts of your day because seriously, the more you rush it, the less you remember. There's less intentional moments. There's less time, the two of you together. And seriously, the more rushed your wedding day is, the less you're gonna remember about it, you know, two years or more down the line. All right, we're gonna kind of take it from the beginning of the day to the end of the day and just kind of walk through. Again, these are broad strokes. These are meant to give you a ballpark to start out with and just to give you like a frame of reference. So for your hair and makeup, In the morning, if you're hiring people, you probably want to plan for around four hours. I know that sounds like a lot of time, but the more people you have, the more time you'll need, and it could be more than that. Like If you're planning on having all eight of your bridesmaids have their hair and makeup done, and mom, and mother of the groom, and maybe your sister if she's not included, all of those people take 30 plus minutes. To do both hair and their makeup. Um, So once you add that all up together, it's going to be four hours or more. Obviously, if you're doing your own makeup and your own hair, it's probably a little bit less, but I would still suggest to plan around several hours of time for your getting ready so you're not rushing through it. You get to enjoy your morning together. You get to eat breakfast, you get to chill, you get to chat, you get to listen to fun music. It creates a slower, um, less hectic start to your wedding day if you give yourself some more time for this. All right, the next part is going to be some de- uh, photo-specific things. So, if you're wanting your photographer to take detail shots, so all of your tiny parts of your day, your flat lay, uh, your flowers, your dress, etc., you probably want to plan for at least forty minutes of time for them to do that when they arrive. So, they're gonna wanna come, they're gonna wanna check in with you. At least that's what I do with all my brides. And then they grab the stuff, and I spend at least 40 minutes taking uh, detail photos. Sometimes photographers want a little bit more of this, and you definitely wanna plan more time in if you want a lot of those detail photos. Like if those tiny details, the creative ones, are really important to you on your wedding day, you're gonna wanna build some more time in for that. And then if you're going to be doing uh, like matching PJs or robe photos, I usually build about 10 minutes in. I personally don't do a crazy amount of these just because there's other parts of your day that are more important to document. And I want to make sure that like you can get ready in time and all of those things. So I usually schedule it for about 10 minutes and we do like a champagne pot maybe and a group photo and that sort of thing. But if you're like, there's all sorts of fun places to take photos in our PJs, schedule some more time for it. All right, zip up time for the bride specifically. I schedule that for about 20 minutes uh, because you're like, I'm just getting into a dress. It really doesn't take that long. Yes, it does. (laughs) The good rule of thumb on your wedding day is things that usually take you like five minutes to do really take you like 30 minutes. And the same is very true for your zip up because not only are you getting into all of your under things and then have this dress to maneuver around you, and then button it up and then get some cute photos of you know your mom buttoning it and your sister helping put on your necklace and all the jewelry you need to get on and then your shoes. But also sometimes people are not as on time as we'd love for them to be. And maybe your mom didn't get dressed on time, so we have to wait for her. And so some of that is also a little bit of cushion time for when someone is inevitably running late or you know, we lose where we put the earrings or I don't know, there's things that happen and you definitely want at least 20 minutes to get ready. Because again, we love being early. If you're early and we're done early, that just means we can get some more bridles of you. And it means we can do some other things. It make means that you have a few more minutes to yourself to just take a deep breath and enjoy the morning of your wedding day. We love the the love the extra time in there. So it's always better to schedule a little bit more than you need. All right. First look slash first touch. And this goes for specifically bride and groom. We'll talk about other first looks in a second. But for the first look and or first touch of a bride and groom, I usually schedule 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, This is not only because I want you guys to have plenty of time, just like the two of you on your wedding morning, you know, checking in with each other, being like, wow, we're getting married today. You really just want a few minutes to like breathe in like the moment too. I also do this because sometimes you guys will want to exchange gifts or letters or personal vows, and we try to always get a couple of extra couple photos in at that point just because you have the time and the feels are all there and you want to capture that moment. So 20 to 30 minutes for bridegroom first look. If you're going to be doing a first look with your bridesmaids or your dad or someone else important to you in your life, I usually schedule five to 10 minutes for that. Um, again, just because maneuvering everyone into place and someone is inevitably running late and a bridesmaid is still getting her dress on, it's better to have a little bit of more time for that. So probably 10 minutes. Um, and you want to have time to feel the feels and have them all go like, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful and you know enjoy your dress and the whole look. Um, so yeah, another 10 ish minutes for each of those. Um, okay. It, then we could talk about bridal party, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes because you could also do bridal party pre-ceremony, but we're going to talk about it at post-ceremony. Another general rule of thumb is I usually have my bride and groom tucked away in their getting ready suite about 30 minutes before ceremony time. So all photos have to be done. 30 minutes before ceremony time. And this is for a couple of reasons. One, it's because you don't want your guests to see you. Some people don't care. And if that's you, great, easy peasy. But a lot of the times people don't want to see them ahead of time. And you usually get dragged into a lot of conversations because everyone wants to talk to you, which is a great thing. And you want to talk to your guests, but pre-ceremony really isn't the best time to do it because you're going to need to be lining up. You need to go touch up your makeup. You need to put your veil in. You need to put a little more deodorant on if that's what you're feeling. If it's a summer day, you want those extra 15 minutes um, to get yourself all the way ready after doing all the photos. And then because you usually line up 10 to 15 minutes ahead of time, So that's your 30 minutes. And then that gives me time as a photographer to go and get photos of your reception set up. If I haven't done that yet, Of your ceremony set up, all of those things that I may or may not have gotten ahead of time. Those 30 minutes are when I do that. And then ceremonies on average last about 30 minutes. So this does vary just a little bit. Oftentimes it means that you actually don't take the full 30 minutes, but we always put at least 30 minutes in there. Again, in case we're le- running late, in case something happens, if we have more time at cocktail hour, amazing, great, we love it. On the flip side, if you're doing a more religious ceremony, sometimes like a Catholic ceremony or in other religions, it does take a little bit longer if you're doing the full, um, the full ceremony to the full ex- extent that it can be. So sometimes it's longer, but for the purposes of our general ideas right now, you want to schedule 30 minutes for your ceremony and set that aside for that. All right, post-ceremony, we're into cocktail hour now. Family photos are our next big thing. Well, first, cocktail hour is, as it says, it's about an hour long This does vary if you are going from location to location, like your guests need to drive from your ceremony space to your reception space, that sort of thing. But again, we talked about that last week in the like, know how long things take, you know, are you going to have to drive 20 minutes to get between places? Factor that in here to your cocktail hour. So it's not just an hour, it's an hour plus the driving time and all of that. But family photos are the first things we dive into um, right after ceremony time. And again, if you are making your own day, day of timeline and we've done family photos ahead of time, just take this tidbit and stick it earlier. It's the same amount of time. It's not going to change. I'm just saying it in this order for what makes sense in my head right now. So for family mo- photos, I suggest setting aside 15 to 20 minutes I always do my best to make them short and sweet and to the point and easy, um, but it doesn't always happen. Again, the more people that you want to have in your family photos, the more combinations that you have. The longer it will take, and you know your people. You know if they're going to be the ones that we have to, you know, corral in, and if they don't listen very well, and/or opposite, are they really on top of it, ready to get in things? You know, follow direction. Herding cats or not, you know your people plan in that range accordingly. The next is bridal party photos. Again, sometimes we'll have done some of these ahead of time. So I'm going to break it down a little bit more than I typically do. I usually set aside 15 minutes per side, 10 to 15 minutes per side, depending on how large your bridal party is. Sometimes if you're like, I have me and three of my girlfriends, we need like eight minutes. Totally fine. But if it's you and eight, girlfriends or something like that, it means that we're going to need a little bit more time to do the group photos. And then I always do um, individual photos with everyone with the bride. So about 15 minutes per side. Again, we go with the, we overestimate rather than underestimate. And then yay, we're done early and you can head to cocktail hour. We love it. And then for both bridal side party sides together, I suggest about 10 minutes. Again, talk to your photographer. Talk to me. If you're like, I really love group photos and we just want all of the photos with our bridal party and that sort of thing, tell me. We'll do some more. I'll make it a little bit extra. But my point on your wedding day is always to get you and your people to enjoying your party and not just stuck with photos all day. I want you to go enjoy your cocktail hour if at all possible. I want you to enjoy your reception. I want you to go be able to go and talk to your people. And that includes your bridal party too. So I always do the I make sure we get gorgeous photos. I make sure we cover the bases. I make sure you get great photos of you all together and individually. But my also goal is to send you out as quickly as possible so they can go and enjoy themselves. And then to kind of round out our cocktail hour, I usually suggest just married photos for at least 20 minutes and or to the end of cocktail hour. So if you are one of the people who have not done a first look and we need to do family photos and bridal party and just married photos, all in cocktail hour. We squeeze as much as we possibly can in. um, So that kind of really depends. So maybe it's 20 minutes if we are really fast and then you can enjoy a little bit of cocktail hour and or if we are, you know, squishing a lot in there, it goes to end of cocktail hour and just married photos are photos of the two of you. You both got your rings on, you got the just married glow. You want the photos together Because sometimes during the wedding day, especially if we're working against like a shorter day in an earlier sunset, you don't usually have sunset photos as well. We'll talk about that again in a few minutes. But these are like your really main time to get photos on your wedding day of the two of you. All right. So the next thing is you're going to make your entrance into the reception area. And so the time between you make your entrance and dinner time is typically 30 minutes. Again, depending on how you want to set up your day, this can fluctuate, but expect about 30 minutes of time between you stepping into the room and dinner starting to be served. So this time usually is everyone's entrances. It's sometimes a first dance and or parent dances. Sometimes there's um, the uh, father of the bride gets un- to- and talks. Sometimes there's a blessing. You know, there's several things that can go in there. And regardless of what you do, even if you do none of it, it really usually ends up being 30 minutes just because of setup and getting everyone seated and making announcements and that sort of thing. So about 30 minutes is what we plan for in there. All right, dinner time. Dinner typically takes an hour and a half ish. Again, this is highly vari- variable based on how many people you have. And if you're doing a buffet or plated, plated takes longer. Buffets a little bit shorter. And I'm probably telling you this based on a group of 120, 150 guests. If you have more than that, it's probably going to take more. If you have a different sort of plated dinner and, or I just had a bride and groom do a um, sort of thing where they dismiss the tables, but then they make the food in front of you, which was really cool, but it did take a little bit longer to get through. So ask your catering. They're going to know a little bit better um, how to exactly estimate it for you. But for the purpose of this episode, plan about an hour and a (laughs) half-ish for it. The next thing that typically comes on the wedding day is toasts. And I usually suggest that you do these after everyone's gotten their food but haven't finished eating. Because typically you've already eaten, the bridal parties already have eaten, and you know the very last few tables are just then getting their food, just because of how it happens. So I suggest toasts kind of happening at that point. Your coordinator slash catering will be able to give you a generic idea that based on your stuff specifically, but typically that's when. I suggest it happens because everyone's happy and sitting and they can listen to the toasts without everyone talking over you and talking over the people who are giving the toasts. I would plan personally for about five minutes a person uh, for each toast. Sometimes people are really short and sweet and sometimes people are really long-winded, especially if it's like a parent or a sister or something like that. Um, They tend to take a little bit longer, which fair, we love it, Uh, but you want to make sure you give ample time for that. So about five minutes a person or 15 minutes overall, um, depending on how many people you're having give toasts. Uh, Sunset photos, I usually schedule for about 20 minutes long. And to find the exact time that I go, I find, say, sunset's going to be at 8.30. That means we want to go out between 7.45 and 8 o'clock to get the best sunset lighting for photos. Sometimes you can make this happen, especially during the summer, uh, late spring, summertime, and early fall. You really have time for sunset photos. Sometimes sunset photos is during your cocktail hour because of you're having a November wedding and it gets dark early and that's just what we do. But I always suggest sunset photos if you can because it's super pretty golden hour lighting. It is um, another time for the two of you just to go and be together just the two of you for a couple of minutes, and I usually suggest that they go for about 20 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes. Again, I pinky promise I will never keep you from your party and your celebration for longer than necessary, but I will keep you long enough to get you the gorgeous photos that you deserve of your wedding day. So I am never going to purposely keep you for an hour for that. You don't need that. I can work fast. I can get you the photos that you need in 20 minutes, but give me those 20 minutes so that we can make that happen. and then. We're going to talk exit, so that's at the very end of your night. Regardless of doing a last dance or not, you should plan to have your last song 15 minutes before the end time. And that's just because, I'm going to say it straight, your people are drunk if you've had an open bar. And everyone's mushy, gushy, and feely. And everyone wants to come up and give a hug to the bride and groom and say goodbye and tell them how beautiful their wedding was. And all that's wonderful. But you just need to plan for it because otherwise you're going to be leaving your wedding like 20 minutes later. And sometimes venues are a little sticky on that. So plan to play your last song 15 minutes before the end. Have your DJ send people to start getting lined up because it takes them a few minutes to say goodbye to you. takes them a few minutes to grab all their stuff and then to get the sparklers or whatever your exit is. And then to be um, pulled into formation for the lineup outside, it does take 15 minutes for that all to happen, if not more, (laughs) I promise you. And then if you're planning to do a last dance, I'd probably end it a little bit like make sure it's a really hard cutoff at 15, Because it does take 15 ish minutes to get people outside, and you want people to be gone before you start your last dance, because otherwise it's interrupted and you don't get that special, like, few last minutes just soaking in the day in your wedding space um, before heading outside. So, 15 minutes really needs to be your cutoff. And if you're doing a last dance, make sure that your DJ is really like, encouraging people to go outside that they know to be like all right we need to head outside you know and a couple of reminders and to not keep playing music because otherwise it's just going to drag out for a little while and you need to be headed on your way so people can uh, help clean up and you can be out of your venue at the right time and all of that so those are your major parts of the day in terms of how long things take Again, things tend to like go one way or the other, but some general rules of thumb are plan a little bit more time than what you like absolutely need for it. It's always better to be ahead of schedule than behind schedule and having that little bit of extra cushion time really does give you a few more minutes to just like be on your wedding day and not to be hectic and running around because if you have that extra space, it just means that you're going to be able to remember all of your moments a little bit more than if you were just rush, rush, rush all over the place. I know a lot of these also tended to be a little bit more on the photography-heavy side of things. I wish I could tell you how long it takes for florists to get set up and or catering to get set up, but they are the professionals. If you tell them that cocktail hour is going to be at this time and dinner is going to be at this time, they'll be able to tell you when they need to come and set up. Like They are the professionals. They know what they're doing. And again, it really depends on what you're having for food and some of those things that um, will make it dependent on those things. Um, so yeah, I hope that that was kind of a helpful like overview, wrap your mind around how long you need in the generalist idea for these things on your wedding day. Um, and yeah, helps you feel a little bit less stressed about the whole thing. Because I know timelines can be overwhelming, especially when you have 25 people asking for them and when things are going to happen and you're like, ah, I just don't know how much time I need for these things here's your generic list. It gives you a very basic outline for it. Um, But yeah, I hope that was helpful. As always, I'd love to know if this episode was helpful for you all. If you would screenshot it and tag me on Insta, it lets me know the things that are super helpful for you all, what you want to hear more of, uh, and all of that sort of thing. I cannot wait to talk to you again next week. I'll see you then. I love talking with you about all things weddings. I hope this episode was so helpful and that you feel ready to accomplish the next thing on your list i would so appreciate it if you took two minutes to leave a review or share this episode on instagram it helps me know what you love so i can continue to answer the questions that are most important to you can't wait to chat next week much love sarah